Hello, popcornets and popcornettos. Let us preach to your squire or stoke your fire as we force our opinions into your listening port. What we lack in education, and there's a lot of that, we make up for with rants, raves, and ramblings. So come on, take a ride. Hello, Cornellians. I'm here with uh, co-host, producer. Hi. This is going to be a super casual, relaxed, aka half-assed, one-cheek episode because I don't, I didn't feel like preparing anything. I was considering doing um golden globes i i disagree and or agree disagree but i decided not <laughs> just the idea to. of globes uh, just the, in general the idea i prefer silver um but it seems pointless i'm sure anyone who listens to this show knows that i don't have the most mainstream of opinions so naturally i'm gonna disagree um but i think you producer and i have both seen several movies since we last chatted did we not it's true i saw Three. What did you see, sir? I saw Inside Lewin Davis. Mm. I saw American Hustle, and, and I saw her. It uh, from ten popcorn kernels to three, three being the best. <sighs> which one, <laughs> which one did you like the most? Out of those choices, the plus, scale makes it plus hard. Plus World's End. Um, nine. <laughs> nine what? You're, you're sk- <laughs> um, out of those four, I think I liked Inside Lewin Davis the most. Really? Awesome. And then World's End, her American Hustle. <laughs> so you just watched her today, right? Yes. What'd you think? Um, I thought it was really, really like, I thought it was a beautiful film. I thought it was really like emotionally intense. I'm never going to watch it again. Oh, really? It's not because it's like super sad i won't be able to handle it it's just one of those movies of like this is fantastic i don't have to come back to it though <laughs> i have a handful yeah. of movies like even that. in like years you think maybe in years but um like have you seen it you've seen it a couple times uh, today was my second time i'll probably see it again yeah i don't know if i could do it that close to each other mm. but i of course you know how i do movies mm-hmm. i come up with a lot of questions Mm-hmm. So I put some of them on my phone. Awesome. Let's hear them. Um, well, the first question is more of an observation that was later addressed. I put it in my phone too early. Okay. It was, why does no one else have this device? Mm-hmm. And Because w- like, no one thought it was weird this guy was just talking to himself. Because like, people have Bluetooth out in real world, people give them like a weird glance. Well, no one noticed. But even before he had the the Samantha operating system, he was still talking to it. So everyone had that. Everyone has an operating system, but usually it's just the the dude, generic dude, who's just like email sent or mm-hmm. message received you know actually know. his siri is really good because my siri can't do that <laughs> um but it, it kind of painted an interesting picture of him because everyone else who was not doing it they were usually talking to other people i actually i looked for that this time and i think that they were not they were not no because oh. i mean i was i was kind of trying to look for it I'd have to honestly i'd have to watch it again to like to look for the this like subtle cues but it really yes everyone was always talking um when he's like at the carnival people are definitely talking to each other but when he's on the subway and when he's just like wandering through the city it definitely looks like people are just talking okay but not necessarily making human connection and especially in the scene at the near the end um 
when she disappears for a little while and he's like where did you go and he's kind of looking at the faces of all the people walking by that's when i noticed everyone else had it right exactly but i mean i think because then you notice then you're like thinking about it like oh are they talking to each other and i I think that everyone i think the whole movie maybe it's like gradually increasing if you if you like pay attention maybe because this i think it might be because i remember specifically in his office at whatever the hell his job is (laughs) He, <laughs> he writes poems for beautiful beautiful handwritten letters.com right right yeah <laughs> okay yeah there his coworkers are all intermingling are they yeah there's there's a scene where he's like walking down the hall and it's like the first time he's using it and there's like a uh, a pair of people that are talking to each other like walking the opposite direction okay but for all you know they're just walking next to each other and they're talking to their point, operating point. systems i don't know it's funny today when i was out on a walk i saw two guys that were walking together like down the sidewalk and someone went past them on a bike and said something to them and they both pulled out their headphones oh god and they were both just either listening to their music <laughs> or talking to the people on the phone but they were just walking together as friends but <laughs> they were not in the same space interesting um other things i had in my phone uh, uh i was really really what's the actor's name which joaquin phoenix yes i was impressed with him at the end when i realized how difficult that acting gig may have been because right? he was acting to nothing uh-huh. it was all 80 yard later of course mm-hmm. but there was probably you know someone doing the lines but yeah. still he was acting on his own mm-hmm. to nothing and that's really impressive yeah and i find that the entire movie is a very interesting time capsule for the era we're kind of going towards and how connected people are to their phones and how it could go this way. Yes. Um, and then I have this three word note, Andy from Parks. Yes. Yes. Is he so he's good, right? He's great. He's so amazing. I heard his voice. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and he's not Andy. He's Mm-mm. like so convincing as this other character that you Absolutely. also want to be friends with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. It's amazing. And even though you weren't doing the Golden Globes thing, I saw it was up for an Oscar for Best Picture Writing Score. Uh, original song and production design it got something got writing right uh these are what is nominated for for oscars which haven't been oh oscars right i think it got a golden globe i don't know and i love that spike jones the producer writer of this or director writer was one of the creators of jackass Uh, i can never get over that wait he was Mm -hmm. we're we're certain of this absolutely i looked it up because i was like i know that guy from the movies He's in there. He does skits. I believe he's the old lady in Bad Grandpa from the credits. That's him. <laughs> nice. Or is that Jeff Tremaine? Doesn't matter. Um, he's also... Um, Fuck you, you shithead. I didn't oh, know yeah, you were yeah. a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play that game. I know. It looks so fun. And I love how he... He plays by like he looks like he's digging like a little like retarded gerbil or something that like that's how he walks. <laughs> he looks so stupid. Not that we don't look stupid like holding a controller and like moving side to side to make it work, but yeah, the game looks amazing. But you've seen it twice now. Yes. How is it on a second viewing so soon? Like um it worked. It would have worked if I was in the better like mindset for watching a movie. Also, the theater was really fucking cold and I got up to leave in the middle of it cuz I was so cold. Um, but I ended up going back, but that was really distracting because <laughs> I, I had loved, goosebumps and I was just like hugging myself. I would have loved if like, because they occasionally do these things for some movies where they have people interviewed as they're exiting for like commercials and stuff like that. Oh. <laughs> if your review had been, I was cold <laughs> and that was on a poster somewhere. Her, I was cold. No, it was, it was good on a second viewing because um, some of the reasons that I knew it was going to be good again is there's some really distinct quotes in it that when they're spoken it's like for me i see them written down because they're like so it's just like a complete 
quotable sentence that's that you can like take out of context and it doesn't have to be in the movie said to the characters for anyone you know it's kind of shit that people put on their facebook status (laughs) yeah there's a scene when he's going through the divorce with his now ex-wife when she's talking to him about how she never wants to be this like beacon beacon of hope and light and just like positive energy all the time and he has to deal with her and mm-hmm. all these other emotions and stuff like that that was such like a powerful line because mm-hmm. i've been guilty of doing that of doing what of one of just like go being with someone and wanting them to be this like constant thing of like yay everything's fucking great so like hearing that from a movie i was like oh god damn double true double true and it's like a quotable thing that way Mm -hmm, definitely yeah that was one of the lines that stuck out to me and it's funny that you should say that because i completely related to the girl and that i often feel that that i'm too um dark and as uh amy later calls Catherine, his ex-wife volatile um and and i often feel like people want me to be more of a happier person which bums me out even more (laughs) (laughs) i can imagine Um, but yeah i'm very much related to that (laughs) oh uh there's a line where he says i i've never loved anyone as much as i love you and she says neither have i and now i know how right tears both time for that one wow they didn't fall yeah i was i kind of like stopped existed (laughs) you stopped like because i was watching it but I was like, kind of spinning in my chair a little bit at some spinning time. Spinning in your chair? Well, because it's, it's more of a talkie than a watchie. Know what I mean? Uh, no, what? It's a move. Oh, that you didn't feel a, like you need to look at it? Right. At points, I didn't need to like have an entire visual focus on. Okay, completely disagree, but okay. Okay. Well, there was a moment when I was doing that, and that line came up, and I just kind of like stopped spinning in my chair and just like <laughs> went up watching. <laughs> I love the image of you like I picture you as a tiny little boy in like a giant chair just going wee Don't need a picture of me as a tiny boy. I'm twenty five years old. I'm a full grown ass man. I will spin in a chair at the drop of a hat. An ass man, huh? Yeah, I'm an ass man. The drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. If you drop a hat, I will spin around in a chair. What if you don't have a chair? Or a hat. What if I don't have a hat? Then it's just uncomfortable and, and I have to focus the movie entirely with my eyes. Meet you halfway, make a chair out of hats. I'm going to disagree with something you said about it, though. Okay. Because when I was going into it, you were talking about the score of it and how I was not impressed. Oh, yeah? I like the piano song, the one that she wrote. Yeah, me too. I thought it was beautiful. Wait, you mean the one that she said is a photograph of them? Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. That, oh my God, that whole line. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That whole speech about, as as a photograph of their relationship, was like... Mm -hmm. That song is fucking perfect, because as soon as she says that, you then, like, see the two Mm -hmm. parts of the piano as them, and it's like, yes. Yes absolutely but beyond that i wasn't too impressed with the, like the fact that it got a, a score oscar nom mm-hmm. is weird to me because i only remember that song hmm. um and arcade fire had something to do with it yeah they did the soundtrack except for like some additional music by some other dude um no because i feel like the reason that it was so good is not is not because you're like sitting there like you know something like pacific rim where every time you hear that like tom morello guitar riff Yes, <laughs> you know, you get really excited. It's it's more that it's it's atmospheric. It's not something that you're like sitting there thinking about, but it kind of gives you goosebumps. Like it stood out to me in the trailers when I was laughing at how stupid it looked. And then when I went to see it the second time and it starts like before the, the movie title even comes up when you see like the Warner Brothers logo and I kind of I was already like in the moment of it. Um, I think it's very subtle, but and I think it really works to create a kind of um, atmosphere which um, I think is one of the best movies that I've seen in 10 years. One of them. 
Um, and I think it's it reminds me a lot of Blade Runner and Brazil, which are two of my other favorite movies of all time. And the soundtrack, I think, is kind of similar in that it's it's not like Hans Zimmer type shit. Okay. I'm going to say that, and then Hans Zimmer <laughs> probably did Blade Runner. <laughs> I don't think he did. Well, I remember one really big song in Brazil. The Brazil song? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so the first time I saw it, I saw it with a couple friends, and I think all of us, we all kind of like, it was with two other guys, and I think we all kind of like tried to bro it up at the end and just like act like, we're like, that was pretty good, and just like act like we weren't all emotionally impacted by it, but we kind of went our separate ways and then kind of really nerdily texted each other like that was really impactful or something. But like I was too, I had too many emotions. And I had to go hide. Um, and I think they felt the same way. And then I um, told my mom to see it and uh, she like texted me, oh yeah, we're going to see it right now. And I was like, cool, let me know what you think. I didn't hear from her for three hours. And I was like, what'd you think of it? And I didn't hear from her. I didn't hear from her. I didn't hear from her. Finally, I get a text back and it turns out that it made her cry so much she forgot her phone in the theater for hours. <laughs> like she didn't go back to later and that's why she didn't text me back. So yeah, I think it, it really resonates with a lot of people because like out of those, so like me, you, my two friends, my mom, that's five people who have five completely different like relationship histories, different lives. And this movie touched all of us deeply right here. And well, my my experience with any sort of romantic genre is limited mm -hmm. this is the best romance movie i've ever seen yeah yeah definitely you know it's another good romantic movie american hustle Anchor Man. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh tell me about american hustle um i don't get all the hoopla about it nor do i it's fine mm -hmm. uh christian bale's really good in it uh Bradley Cooper's really good in it. He's mm -hmm. better than I was expecting. Louis C.K. is great in it. Yes, he's so great. He's so great at whatever he does. Mm -hmm. In in uh, When he's in Parks and Rec. Yes, yes. He's so good. Uh, Amy Adams is great in it, too. Yeah, she, I know. I don't usually like her. She was good. I hadn't seen her in anything else. Oh, uh, Man of Steel. <sighs> oh, okay. Well, She's she, also really she good in uh, Her. She's amazing in Her. Am I thinking of the wrong person? The voice was Scarlett no. Johansson. Amy Adams, his friend, Amy, the one who designs video games and was super, that her? Super mom. <laughs> yeah, it was this her. is a hard movie to talk about. <laughs> yes. Huh. I didn't. I didn't even notice it was her. By if the it, way, what? Go ahead. If that was her, I'm uh, giving her props there too because I liked his friend. Oh wait, we didn't talk about uh, backtrack. We didn't talk about the fashion. So you said you thought it was more of a um, a talkie than a watchy. So you didn't notice how much orange there was, did you? Mm-hmm. You, you did? Yeah. Okay. I think he wears orange like the fucking whole movie except at the very end like when something significant happens suddenly he's wearing yellow and then it goes to white. But anyway, after that movie got out and I was really cold, I was like, fuck, I'm going to go buy a sweater because I walked downtown. Mm -hmm. So I still had to walk all the way back home before I could get warm. So I was like, I'm going to go buy a fucking sweater at the thrift store because I'm so cold. And instead of going to the thrift store for some reason, I went to like some boutique or something. Oops. And they had an bright orange like semi dress shirt and I bought it because now her has influenced the fashion of myself and therefore the world nice also what do you think of the old man pants, pants. i hated them didn't, really just pants didn't even notice oh they look so weird to me you didn't notice mm -hmm. they come up to like here folks i'm no now idea. gesturing to my belly button and sliding my hand along my belly i had you no notice? idea nope oh well it happened <laughs> sorry <laughs> the fashion american hustle 
no. It was very 70s, wasn't it? It was. No. See, I, like. I noticed all that. 70s fashion is no. I love over-the-top 70s chic. Uh, no. um, I wonder if... Well, I've heard comments on it that it's not accurate for... An it a- doesn't look accurate. Yeah, because it, it's supposed to be like the extremes of the, the decade. And that's why everyone's always like leisure suited out and stuff like that. And Amy mm-hmm. Adams never has uh, a V lower than her Sun belly button. Boob. Uh-huh. I approved. <laughs> um, but I, I actually really like that whole fashion. Um, mm. So I approved of that. Interesting. But yeah, that whole movie kind of okay. And then the twist at the end. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I love crime dramas. Like, I know. Or not too. crime dramas, whatever it be. Yeah, dramas. Basically, when the, the bad guy's getting away, I like those movies. Yeah. I like hustle, hustle movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Uh, Your like Oceans movies. Yeah. Italian job. But yeah, just uh, it was underwhelming, and like you said, all the actors did a really good job. Um, Hawkeye did a really good job, all of them. Um, and there's some good dialogue, and Jennifer Lawrence is great. But yeah, something. I don't know. I've heard this mentioned in other sh- in a other podcast, but Jennifer Lawrence is a really impressive actress because she can play. Like she was supposed to be someone in her like thirties or forties in that movie, uh-huh. and then in them Hungry Games, she's, she's like what? seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and it's believable across the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She carries herself in a very, very good way. Yeah, she's amazing. America loves Jennifer Lawrence because she farts like the rest of us. Yeah, it's true. Pretty sure that was a quote or something. I don't know. Anyway, other heist movies you saw? One of my favorite movies of last year. Heist movies. Well, it's kind of heist. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Was that, that was one of your favorite movies of last year? Yeah, uh, I had it at number three on my silly scale. <laughs> silly scale. <laughs> um, yes, I saw that. What it do you was, think of that? It was very good. Um, it was a very intense thrill ride. Um, about, liked about it a lot boobs. better. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> about all those poops and all that drugs. and. Yes. Um, I liked, what's his name's prosthetic penis. Uh, and I didn't like it when they ate the goldfish. And that's my review. I'm just kidding. I don't um, remember it that much. It's (laughs) not the kind of thing that I would really recommend to anyone. It's just like it is what it is. Mm -hmm. And it's really well made and it's really intense. And Leonardo DiCaprio is fucking amazing. That movie also made me remember The Great Gatsby, which I put on my honorable mentions for the post of the last episode. Um, But it's it's almost like a way scaled down Wolf of Wall Street if you watch Great Gatsby. Because his (laughs) character is vaguely similar in that he's... uh, crazy hedonist um but yes it was enjoyable what did you think about it i think you already talked about it didn't you yeah on the last episode i talked about how it was one of my favorites and uh but in thinking about it since then i realized why i enjoyed it so much is because it's it's a really long movie mm-hmm. but it's a lot of intense stuff that's like you know a lot of debauchery and it eventually starts to make you feel gross and i feel like that's the point oh yeah yeah so it worked really well in that regard yes maybe just like go if this happened I think what I wanted to text you after I watched it, but I forgot because I told you that I was about to go see it, mm-hmm. um, and I wanted to text you capital letters, apostrophe, America. Yeah, totally. Because that's what it came down to. It's just like, yeah, the American dream, the true American dream, which is not a white picket fence. It's just to be fucking rich and do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. Just be so rich that you can commit commit a thousand crimes and be jailed but be jailed sitting on your patio of your mansion next to your giant pool and then occasionally get to talk to a camera mm-hmm. 
Um, I also saw, like I mentioned, uh, one of your favorite movies of last year, Inside Lewin Davis. Yes. Which I would have put it probably number two on my scale. Nice. Um, while while watching it, you were rewatching it, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of going in and out. I thought it was like a very interesting story, but I don't know, like something wasn't completely holding my attention. Hmm. But as it went on, I got more invested, and then the way it ended, I thought was amazing. Mm-hmm. Which I don't want to spoil because it's still in theaters but yeah yes the coen brothers are really good at making really impactful amazing endings to movies that's everything i saw i (laughs) forgot what else you saw (laughs) i saw so juicy (laughs) i also saw so juicy um yeah so i saw american hustle wolf of wall street her and taylor and davis i already talked yeah Mm -hmm. oh yeah but my list um by the way, I don't did I I did sixteen months. Yeah, so mine would be her number one inside Lewin Davis number two. Um and then um prisoners and then if we're going back then Looper and, and Cloud Alice. Um which I rewatched recently. Cloud Alice? Yeah. How's it a second time? Because I really enjoyed it the was first time. Great. Cool. Cool. Yeah. No, it was really great. Because, um, yeah, the, f- the first time you watch Cloud Atlas, it can be, like, a little confusing. And the second time when you kinda know, like you're like, Oh yeah, I remember that guy and yeah, and it was it was great. Oh, uh, the other one is Saving Mr. Banks. Well, how was that? I quite liked it. I mean, I had an enjoyable time watching it. I would not watch it again. Um, but it's totally what you you would expect. It's a well-made live-action Disney movie. So, like, it's a Disney movie, but mm-hmm. it's live-action, so it's not as fucking crap as their animated shit is. Although, I know they've come out with some really terrible live-action ones, too. But, I mean, in that flavor of it, it's very, it's very wholesome, but real at the same time because her spoiler her dad like drinks himself to death and like is puking blood and stuff um i could easily google this what does it have to do with mary poppins oh it's the the writer of the original books the original mary poppin book it was one book um disney the story is that his daughters wanted him to make a movie out of the book because it was like their favorite book and so he went to the author who's like this very like i want to say miserly reclusive bitchy old lady and um ask for the rights to the character so he can make the movie and she says no and he keeps asking her every year for 20 years and the movie is about when she finally was fucking out of money and her agent just barely managed to talk her into finally giving him the rights but then she continues to fight them the whole way and like makes all these specific requests like no animation no singing no dancing and at one point she says no color red because she's she's gone quite off it she doesn't ever want to see it again oh i thought she was like anti-commie or something like <laughs> no. intensely well no the time frame wouldn't really work no, out she just says she she never wants to wear it again she's done with it i just remembered another movie i saw and it's mm. one i mentioned to you it's called crystal fairy and the magic Ca- magical cactus that's right starring michael Sarah. how was that uh it was weird it was just kind of a um a slow indie movie where not a lot really happens and then someone says some sad stuff and it ends the cactus uh in the title is just this like cactus they find while they're on drugs and the the fairy person they didn't eat a cactus first in order to see the cactus i don't think so i don't remember that happening (laughs) i thought they just saw a cactus (laughs) not dad you've never heard of it um (laughs) but the crystal fairy person is this like kind of this hippie uh cliche woman that's with him on this like road trip and 
I, when I say hippie cliche, I mean, she's like, she's very free with her body. That's, that's fine. Um, but they make fun of her. Like it's a joke. Like it's essentially, uh, a not funny punchline in the movie. Like, she's standing around talking to the guys completely naked, and they all get uncomfortable. <laughs> and she's, like, doing stretches, and she's got, like, big, uh, like, armpit hair and pubic hair and stuff like that. And it's, it's like, what's making the scene funny, I guess. Uh, and then That sounds awful. And then lady, lady, <laughs> later she um, goes rock climbing naked because she wants to be one with nature. All right. And, and then it just kind of ends after she tells a sad story. Um, <laughs> I want the poster on my wall. But I don't really like the movie. Yeah, the picture is great. The poster is this really intense um, yellow, uh, like, really stylized photo of Michael Sarah hugging a cactus. I thought when you sent me that picture, I thought it was a pickle. <laughs> so I'm, I'm slightly less excited that it's a cactus. We do a remake where it's a magic cactus. Yeah, and way less uh, pubes or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or more. So I think that's all I've seen since we spoke last as far as movies go. I think that's all i've seen that's definitely all i've seen in theaters what about i saw chitty chitty bang bang for the first time i don't know what that is tell me about it it's a dick van dyke movie from like 50s or 60s that's a musical oh cool um it's like one of the landmark like i think it's a disney musical live action thing mm. and people i watch it with are singing every word <laughs> and cool. i was just like none of these songs sound familiar and it was, I had a really long day and at the end of the day, we were just watching on a couch and I kept like falling asleep and waking back up. <laughs> and at one point in a sleepy haze, I go, are those fucking Zeppelins? <laughs> and people are watching me like, yeah, have you been paying attention? I was like, I've been trying. Wait, were they actually Zeppelins fucking Hindenburg porn? No, no. <laughs> An explosion. Oh, the humanity. All for my face. Mm. Um... <laughs> <laughs> They were Zeppelins. They were not engaging in any sort, any, any sort of um, interaction with one another, but there were multiple Zeppelins. Hmm. And I don't know why. And eventually got to the point where I just kept falling asleep. And they're like, we'll come back to this. So we turned it off. Oh. And I watched Drive. Drive. Drive is uh, Ryan Gosling as a driver. I've heard it's really good. What do you think of it? It is really good. Cool. Good story. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I wish I could say there's more to it than that. He's... A guy in a car. He drives. Yeah, he drives. Mm. He wears a jacket. Is anything like Lost Highway? Never saw Lost Highway. Yeah. Uh, no Nine Inch Nails, though. Ah. Which Damn. is kind of a working against it. With the teeth. No, that wasn't on that soundtrack. It was uh, Dead Souls, the cover. Nine Inch Nails is all the same. Wait, I thought Dead Souls was on The Crow. Is it? Dead Souls is on The Crow, yeah. What was it from Lost Highway? I don't know. I think they wrote... Didn't they write a song specifically for Lost Highway? Was it Purest Thing? Purest Feeling? Pure? Pure, pure, pure. No. I thought they did the soundtrack for it. This isn't movies. They, Trent, Res Trent Reznor did do the soundtrack for it, but it's funny because on the soundtrack, there's songs listed as Trent Reznor and songs listed as uh, Nine Inch Nails, huh. which is a one-man band anyway, but, mm. you know, whatever. Mm. No, you're the music guy. I'm the girl. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a pizza place. Gotta, gotta bring, ooh. It's like ABC from 2002. We gotta bring some... You know, bring your expertise in there as well. Uh, music in Inside Lewin Davis, fantastic. Yes. I, so I got the soundtrack on my information tunes now. Oh, you did? I listened to it a few times. Because I'm pretty sure when we saw it, I was like, yeah, I, uh, my friend bought the soundtrack right away and then he burned it for me and my mom went home and bought it right away. And you're like, yeah, I don't know if I need to listen to it, right? It's good. It's good. I've, listened to it. <laughs> I've listened to a couple of songs multiple times since. Nice. But Favorite? Like, 
Hang Me or... Um, the one that opened and closed with. Was that Hang Me? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Spoiler, close. Good one. <laughs> yeah, I really like that song. Um, <laughs> I find myself coming back to the... Uh, the one with the really deep voice guy. <laughs> oh God, please. Is it, um, please Mr. Kennedy? Yes. <laughs> Not a fan. That one <laughs> won best original song or something, I think for the Golden Globes. Just cause or something. My, honestly, I believe it's because it's Timberlake. Oh no, no, no. Oh fuck. No, it was nominated. And then the, uh, the really shitty song by U2 and Danger Mouse won. And it's terrible piece of pop shit. And I have no idea why it won. They did I, it for, I, um, Mandela. Yeah, you told me about that. And I looked it up on the on YouTube, and uh, I listened about thirty seconds. I was like, "This is just boring." This yeah, is like the last album. It's nothing. Their whole last album is worse than shit. Last album. Yeah. No line on the horizon is shit. Yeah, no. I would have rather please Mr. Kennedy went over that. Wasn't a big of all songs from that movie. Is it because the other ones are original or something? Exactly. Those are all like old folk songs, probably with some variation. Goddamn, tell the cow, tell the cow. They're so good. I would have uh, liked to see, I'm assuming it was original, um, in her when, uh, he's playing his like mini guitar and she makes up the words to the song. Remember that one? The ukulele. Really cute. Is it? Yes. The ukulele? Cause it's, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Whatever music guy, that's what you're here for. <laughs> to tell you, you what know, instruments are. <laughs> she's something about like on the moon. I don't know. Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we'll get that soundtrack that song too. Super cute. Just for that song. Cause I like that song. I like the piano one. So yeah, that's too. enough. Yeah, the other soundtracks would just be like, Doo. yeah, right. I mean, the other songs. Well, I've, just seen, like, it, I've seen it listed online. It's just like, <laughs> I don't know what else there would be. Oh, that reminds me. Hmm. Um, at the beginning, when he said he puts his little thing in the, and says, uh, "Play a melancholy song." Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, play another melancholy song. <laughs> so yeah, music. Let's see. Hold on. Play a melancholy song. Find melancholy in your music. Oh, <laughs> because all my music's happy. Because you're such a happy guy. Yep. Okay, so I wanted to try a thing, um, just a little fun, like bonus content thing, um, called audio charades that I literally just made up. <laughs> um, so producer and I are going to take turns. One of us is going to pantomime a movie, as best to our ability, like scenes, characters, whatever. Just like try to communicate a movie. Um, to the other person, the other person is going to describe it to you, dear listener, um, and then you can try to guess what the fuck it is, and we might tell you or we might not, I don't know, it'll probably be in the bonus content, spoiler. Okay, so I'm going to go first, producer's going to describe right. what I'm doing, you listeners, um, try to guess what the hell movie am I uh, trying to communicate. Alright, mixtape standing up, uh, two words, two words, taking your head yes. She's grabbing sunglasses from my desk and putting out her palms, pointing at her hands, her hands, second. And then she's doing a rabbit, hopping around, diving into a hole, and then getting her neck eaten or bitten or something, and then screaming. And then she's laughing, saying not to describe her laughing. She's saying don't describe me laughing. She's talking a lot for charades. Holmes? Oh, and she's she's leaning backwards, moving in slow motion like she's doing a limbo, but not actually moving forward. Now she's standing very intense and doing karate. She kicked me in the face. It's fine, though. Um, okay, next up. Uh, I guess. 
Okay, I've got I've got mine. Okay, so for this one, just think famous scenes. I'm okay. gonna give you a hint because. But it's from one movie. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're not just doing a bunch of famous scenes. Okay. Here we go. Okay, how many words? Okay, so this movie title has three words in it, but for some reason he kind of cocked his head when he said it, so he might be... I'm guessing there's a the in there, maybe an of or something. Don't shake your head. Spoilers. Okay. Okay, he's putting his hands in front of him like a weak boxer. Uh, I thought he was going to swim, but now he's looking through his eye, or he's looking through his hands. Oh, he's being born. I think he's being born. He's making his hands as a as a vagina. Um... Now he's, he's slowly coming out of the the uh, the womb, I suppose. Now he's laying on the ground. Um, he's getting up. Uh, he looks blinded by the light. Blinded. Now he's gesturing like he's growing some horns. He's making a little gesture with his hands. Uh, he wipes some sweat off his brow. That's it? <laughs> uh, three words? Hmm. What's born? It's a movie that things are born in. <laughs> born identity. <laughs> Don't tell me. I'm not telling you. Okay. I'm just, again, famous scenes. Although, as I was doing it, I realized this might not be a movie you've ever seen. Okay, well, that was uh, Audio Charades. Um, go ahead and think about that. Think about what you've heard. See if you can try to guess. Uh, I'll be amazed if we do this again. Because <laughs> it's just proving how what? terrible the charades no, are. No, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> You're really good at guessing mine. And to find out what it was, tune in after the ending song. I'm a popcorn frog. By the way, if you've never listened um, past that song, um, there's usually bonus content on all the episodes. So if you haven't already listened to that, you should go back and listen to every single episode from beginning to start, not just the bonus content. So yeah, the answer is going to be after the popcorn frog thanks for listening anything to say producer yes uh before we sign off completely i'd like to promote something real quick i just launched uh, a catbox studios facebook page for my attempt at a podcast network <laughs> and um you can like it on there facebook.com slash catbox studios um you can find <laughs> why'd you stop you can find bring your own popcorn and uh, blipcast on there and i'm gonna produce one for some friends of mine and might have a co-venture with someone from uh, the TBT network as well. So, plug stuff happened. Just okay, done. What's the other show that you're gonna do with someone? Um, that one has it's only been an idea I came up with. We both want to do it, and it's gonna be called Dan and Dan on Dan. Mm. And it's me and Dan Cubed. Dan from the MHCP podcast and Dan Sucks podcast, and we're gonna meet every once in a while i'm hoping twice a month maybe once a month and discuss a famous person named daniel nice both of our names are daniel dude awesome awesome idea cool dan and dan on dan look for that on the catbox studios network and co-production with tb t tb tbs tbp tsb record scratch (laughs) i'm your host mixed majesty bring your own popcorn i don't know why i'm saying that because that's the show I'm a popcorn frog, I like popcorn, yo. I'm a cute little colonel, I ain't all that tall. Been loving popcorn since after the alcohol. I'm a popcorn frog, don't be mad at me cause I ball. Made the popcorn sound when I popped in my mouth. It's, you're doing the Matrix. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely <laughs> doing the Matrix. Yeah, well done with all the falling numbers, by the way. Falling numbers? 
Yeah, because when you go in the Matrix, all the green numbers. It was all binary. It would have been like this. Okay. I'm not telling you. I'm just, again, famous scenes. Although, as I was doing it, I realized this might not be a movie you've ever seen. Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura 2. There's no more sequels. Well, in the second one, he falls out of a rhino. (gasps) Oh, I have seen that. And that's what I was doing. And then the last thing was me fixing my hair. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I think with context, I somehow was like, oh, wait, something with Daniel. Daniel wouldn't really watch things with horns. Ace Ventura. Corner. <laughs> yep. Cool. So that's audio straights. <laughs> and they realize I'm terrible at audio straights. Okay, I'm now going to describe what the producer is doing, trying to communicate a movie unto me. It's two words. First word, let's see, he's, uh, looks like he's driving, he's walking a little bit, looks like he's lifting the wheel, he might be driving up hills, or he's pretending to be a train. He's kind of moving his hands around like like <laughs> like he's a an old-fashioned movie star pretending to drive a car but they're not really. Looks like he maybe got out of the invisible car. He started to fish but then he stopped. <laughs> oh, okay, now he's definitely fishing now. Um looks like he might have caught a huge fish and he's riding it. <laughs> <laughs> Now he's scratching his arm. I think it's unrelated. Whoa, now he's walking like a crab. I think he's Zoidberg. (laughs) He's walking like Professor Zoidberg. Uh, He's making a scary face at me. I'm not intimidated. Now he's gesturing shorter than him. So it's a really short Zoidberg. Now he's holding his hand out to me. I think he wants change. He's pointing away. So the Zoidberg wants something else. Now he's saying the second word is... Wait, that was the first word? Jesus. <laughs> okay, so that was the first word. Second word is two syllables. No, it's not. Second word... I don't know what that means. He's he's telling me the second word, and then he's circling his own finger. <laughs> is two? Is two words. The second word is two words. It's the second... In, in a series. Oh, spoilers. So that's it. Crabs 2. Fish 2. Free Willy 2. Wait, am I supposed to still be describing you? or? I think, I mean, do you think anyone is going to have gotten it from what I described? Can you try something else? All right. I'm going to go ahead and give away what I was doing for that one because I realized how in my head I was getting... All right, so the first thing I was doing was, yes, I was driving a car, okay. and I kept going over a bridge, and I was trying to signify that it was a bridge by getting out and fishing in the water, because that's why you need a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, to elaborate on the whole bridge thing, I was then a creature living under the bridge, <laughs> which is a small creature that usually lives under a bridge called a troll. And the second word oh, was no, two. Dude. Yes. You were definitely doing Zoidberg. <laughs> he was definitely doing a crab walk, dear listeners, and like moving his hands like crab, little crab hands. And by the way, the last thing I was doing was, oh no, they're eating him next. They're going to eat me too. Oh. <laughs> so 
that's my dud. Um, okay, let's try, let's try another one. You can, th- you no, can think, think of another one? Huh? Okay. Let's see, that's just... I cannot play charades. <laughs> like, what... One time I was playing Pictionary with Ryan's family, and then the word was toaster. I drew an entire kitchen. And then on the counter, I put a toaster. A Catbox Production. <laughs>